Ubi Island Podcast. Rain is week 17. And we have won against in Baltimore against the Baltimore Ravens. I don't even... 2019? Yeah, 2019. Week 17. And this is the recap. <laughs> well, first of all, um, rest in peace to uh, John Madden. Of course, uh, NFL legend, football legend. For everybody... Younger generation, every generation, he's connected with so many uh, sports fans, football fans. He's very integral in our lives growing up and to this day, whether it's like broadcasting, coaching, the video games. John Mann is very influential and I'm very thankful for all that he's done for the sport and getting me into the game, helping me get into the game along with uh, millions of others that whether it's seeing him coach with the Raiders, whether it's seeing him and Al Michael on Monday night, or was it Sunday night? I think it's Monday night. And then the video games, of course. And yeah, thankful for him. Rest in peace to John Madden. And and with that said, with uh, respect to the great John Madden, let us talk about football. (laughs) And today's game context of course gotta provide the context uh back then way before i made this podcast there was a year after we made the super bowl (laughs) and it was a really it was a really shitty year and i know it's hard to go to the super bowl back-to-back years but damn man that season was not fun and it it exposed a lot it was kind of growing pains at the same time but to summarize it, it was the year that the organization decided or tried to make, uh, try to get away with not having an offensive line, and that failed miserably. It kind of, uh, I, it was Talk Early on a team. Uh, I don't know if Talk Early was still on the team, but Jared Goff got exposed, everybody got exposed, and that Monday night was one of the worst uh, losses I've ever seen. It was against the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, his MVP year, the year that everybody realized that he's not just a running back. He could also throw the ball. And it was the game that Sean McVay saw, (laughs) and he stole a bunch of the Ravens plays. And it was a beatdown, and it was one of the worst depressing losses I've seen as a Rams fan. I don't think I finished that game. (laughs) It was that bad. And we lost uh, 45-6 at the Coliseum in those beautiful uh color rush uniforms and it was, it was really it's really i i uh pleasing eye pleasing or pleasant on the eyes uniform combination in that game the mustard uniforms and then ravens with those uh purple all purple unis that was two years ago and i don't i'm trying to remember everybody that is still on the team since then <laughs> I know Whitworth was there, guys from our offensive line. Henderson might have been there. Cup was there. Wait, Aaron Donald was definitely there. And he mentioned it during some type of interview this week, saying that it's fresh on his mind and he had it marked in his calendar. And I was thinking, yeah, that's great. It's great that we're coming into this game, which seems like an easy win with like a chip on our shoulder, something to prove, like a revenge game. And it would be great momentum as we go into the playoffs, you know, because we clinched last week. And what better way to do it against than against the road in the road at Baltimore, 
against the Lamar Jackson list Baltimore Ravens I forgot what I think Lamar had like an ankle injury or something it wasn't COVID so it was Tyler Huntley playing quarterback for the Ravens and you know we had a we were favorites and it was supposed to be an easy win and it turns out that it wasn't an easy win yeah we won but at what cost <laughs> no it was we won like last second and I'm here to provide the recap and here we go so first of all I am a firm believer in the football gods. I believe that there are football gods watching the gridiron, watching us, watching the fields every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, and Thursday. <laughs> every day, the football gods are watching upon us, and they reward good football, and they punish bad football. And I'm a firm believer in the football gods, and I pray to them every Sunday that the Rams will win. And today we did not please the football gods and in every every other game, you know, the football gods would punish us and we'd lose. But we come we came away with the win today and I'm gonna go over the football sins. But before I get into that, hold on, I, I missed a point. I forgot I, I have this new Super Bowl Super Bowl theory that has came upon me this year and it's something that <laughs> that I've learn the hard way but the Super Bowl theory theory is basically this is with this team and it's only for the Rams and me whenever I get happy whenever I get confident about the Rams and I start thinking Super Bowl this team always sucks it up the following week like it's happened all year long where we'd have like a brilliant performance brilliant game and then we just suck it up the next week Last week wasn't really the greatest performance, even though like we won on a road, but still we were coming off like a four game winning streak and I was like super confident in the team. And I forgot about the Super Bowl theory that if I think this team is gonna do well, they're gonna suck ass the next week. And sure enough, it almost came true this week. <laughs> we really deserve to lose this game. I honestly think we deserve to lose it with all the mistakes that we made, but we came away with the victory and i don't know if it's like a good thing or a bad thing i mean the positives is that we have a team that could grind out victories which is always a good thing and always a characteristic of a really a super bowl contending team you know good teams grind out victories no matter what just like the tampa bay bucks they today they lose antonio brown because he quit he literally quit retired mid-game and then they were down like 14 points against the Jets and then Tom Brady still got it done. And that's what championships teams have. Like they get wins they, no matter what. And that's what we did. But at the same time, we also played like shit. <laughs> Stafford had three turnovers again. It was one of those games. Um, our offense, besides rushing, was dead. <laughs> uh, defensively, was a mess. I mean... It doesn't translate to the on the stat sheet but, but besides the rushing attack but it was really bad i think we got away with it i think we forced enough field goals but it's still bad performance but yeah you could you could look at it either way <laughs> me I'm, I'm i'm gonna take both sides from it but where do i start i'll start with uh matthew stafford again uh opens the game up well it didn't open it but starts the game with like a pick six in our own territory and it's same old same old that we've seen 
before even this season and I feel like with Jared Goff as well it must be a Sean McVay thing but it was an outside route again <laughs> an outside route that was read perfectly by a defensive back that watched the tape that watches McVay's stuff and knows his tendencies and knows that we um when we settle for these outside routes we don't think twice about it like that ball is going to be go out Stafford's hand back then it was Jared Goff doesn't matter who it is like we're throwing that outside route no matter what and he committed to it he saw it with he saw it from a billion miles away and he jumped the route on Higby and he picks it off and he walks in for the first touchdown of the game 7-0 Baltimore as for the inter- as for the interception it wasn't really Stafford's fault really he made the right play Higby was the right read it was the only read. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole side was kind of doing this outside route, but the whole idea was Higby was going to have that, it's going to be open, and he was. It just so happens that that was the only option that, that, that play. It was a short route for first down, and the defensive back made one hell of a play. Maybe it's a McVay thing, but these outside routes got to go because back then against the Tennessee Titans, it was Robert Woods doing an outside route. And of course, Stafford had no other read. That was the only read that that route. And then the Titans defender picked it off for pick, picked it off for a touchdown, pick six. And it's the same story today against a much lesser team in the Baltimore Ravens. And yeah, it was seven zero. And then we weren't doing anything. And then there was another. Well, we were doing things, but we just couldn't get things done. I think Matt Gay had a missed field goal. And then we were driving down the field once again. And then Stafford. I didn't know where it decides, hey, I'm going to launch it up to Odell Beckham Jr. And you don't really, again, we don't see much with the angle of the camera and stuff. But, <laughs> but you know, we get the side view and stuff. But as the ball reached Odell, he was like triple covered. <laughs> He's triple covered, had the safety on him and then the DB that he beat. And then the safety from across came from behind and he intercepted it. It's kind of whatever, I guess. I mean doesn't hurt to take a shot but at the same time like yeah I mean Odell was open and yeah if he threw it deep enough he was gonna get he's, he's gonna beat the double coverage but the thing that Stafford did wrong was he only looked at Odell the whole play he didn't look at anybody and therefore the safety was able to catch him from behind and come from the other side of the field and make the pick and that's weird because Stafford's really good at really manipulating defenses with his eyes so that was weird <laughs> and the other mistake Sean, uh Matthew Stafford completely missed uh Van Jefferson running a crossing route underneath wide open but just decided to throw it to Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know why and yeah maybe his eyesight's wrong because like he had another he this is another second time where he's kind of not seen the safety <laughs> like the other one was against the uh the fuck was it the Seahawks where he underthrew a Cooper Cup to, to uh hit the safety instead and it's just like whatever it's basically a punt so I wasn't really tripping and if the defense just kind of locked down for once in that game it wouldn't have been a problem but the defense d- decided to suck major ass this game <laughs> And instead, the Ravens went on like this nine-minute drive <laughs> for a field goal. I think it was like 
and it was really shit. We were we were about to be held uh, shut out in the first half for the first time since, ironically, the Baltimore Ravens game from two years ago that we were talking about earlier. The 45-6 was the last time a Sean McVay team was held scoreless at halftime. And it was going to be that. It was two minutes left, and the Ravens were trying... I don't know what the hell they were doing. But they were kind of... Uh, they were kind of acting like they were going to run the ball but also like you know if we get a first down we might try going on the field so yeah they got the first down and I think they're trying to run out the clock initially but they got the first down and then all of a sudden they're like oh let's we have Justin Tucker he could kick it from 70 so they're like yo let's 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 go down the field so they decide to go down the field up 10-0 and <laughs> they decide uh let's uh Let's do deep ball and Tyler Huntley is his name, I think. Tyler Huntley. Uh, yeah, Tyler Huntley, the backup quarterback quarterback for Lamar Jackson. He finds one on one coverage and it was the right play. Why not? Just why not? Why not let it fly? You know, shout out to Chris move. But yeah, he let it fly and it got it was massively underthrown. Must have been like a miscommunication or something, but Jordan Fuller had that interception 100%, like no doubt about it. And he runs it all the way back down to the to their 30-yard line, so it was the most ideal thing that could happen in the entire world. And I don't know what we did to, de- to deserve that, basically. And then we would score easily. I think Cooper Cup got his, like, whatever, I lost count of how much touchdowns he has. But he got a t- Cooper, Cup, Cooper Cup got the touchdown and it's whatever. So there's like 40, 50 seconds left on the play until uh, halftime. And we're looking good. 10-7 right where we need to be after such a pathetic first half. And then something happened. The Ravens decided to go down the field. And this is not the second, not the first time this happened. Like I remember Arizona weeks back, like they were able to squeeze in like a field goal before the time ended and it's some it's just so pathetic that we could just give up points that easily and in that game where the ravens were controlling the game on the ground like we needed all the points that we we needed the game close (laughs) so this field field goal was the last thing that we needed and the ravens just ran down the field and they got it and it was just so stupid (laughs) but they we go into halftime 13-7 second half happens and we get the ball first and it's great we're running we're going down the field everything's going great we're set to take take the lead at least or at least get a field goal and we're in the red zone and Stafford drops back pressure gets to him he dodges the sack he he ducks through it but the defender somehow strips him from behind and we get we turn the ball over so that's three turnovers and I'm thinking this is it <laughs> like this is not the game because we were gonna be down um what we were we wanted to take the lead but now we're down 7 13 and now the ravens have the ball and then the ravens once again they have this long ass six plus minute drive down the field and luckily again we stopped them but we gave up so much time on the clock and it's 16 7 and it's just not looking good at all but somehow it's like fourth quarter now <laughs> we're down two possessions and every possession counts now at this point and we drive down the field we have a good drive we're still running with sony michelle which is good smart because we're still i mean it's not desperation time 
but it was. But shout out to Sean McVay for still running the ball. We drive down the field, and Sony Michelle runs, and we get the touchdown. So it's 14-16 now. <laughs> but we had to stop the Ravens, and then the Ravens go down the field again, long-ass drive, just barely converting these first downs, but they're running through, and then... But we stop them again. The defense comes through, and then they get a field goal. Justin Tucker is 14-19. And this is for sure the last drive. Like, because if we can't stop, the, we can't stop the Ravens on a run game. And we, there's like four minutes or three minutes left in the game. It's four down territory at this point. And it's all on Stafford. And we come out, and I'm shaking my head because we're in shotgun with, with uh, Matthew Stafford. I'm pissed off because, you know... We're not at... We can still run the ball. <laughs> like, but Sean McVay, like he does like all the time, he just completely ditches the run game. He's like, we're not even doing play action. We're not even under center. We're just going to go straight shotgun. And I was like, fuck it, man. Fuck. <laughs> but it worked. Like He got down the field, I think, Cooper Cup, and then uh, the rookie, the other the white dude, I forgot his name, Scour, Scour, Scourick or something like that. Some huge catches. I think Higby had a good one too. And we're rolling down the field. We're rolling. And then all of a sudden, we're in their territory. Sean McVay runs it with Sony Michelle on like first down or something like that. Or second down. And then Sony Michelle gets like a nine gain, nine yard gain, third and one. And, you know, Sean McVay doesn't get cute. He does the right thing. He's going to run the ball. But it's a bad play. Like, I think Sean McVay noticed it too late. He was trying to call a timeout. But basically, like, one side of the Ravens' defense was overloaded to the point where we didn't have enough blockers. And Matthew Stafford didn't notice it. Sean McVay was the only guy that noticed it. And the play blew up. Third and one, we didn't gain a yard. We actually fell back four. So it's fourth and five. <laughs> and if you see the replay, it was just a shitty play that was just should have had a timeout called but yeah we just did not count the blockers on that one and it's fourth and five and the game's on the line and i'm thinking that now is the time for the football gods to punish us and uh yeah matthew stafford drops back the pressure is there not in his face but time is running out and he throws this fast ball and uh, again you don't see much from the broadcast angle but all of a sudden, you see this guy, it's Odell Beckham Jr., catches this slant route or something at the right at the first down marker, and he catches it with two hands, and then it's just hard pass. Hard. The level of difficulty is hard in this one. It doesn't seem like it, because, you know, it's just a basic, like, in route, whatever, for five yards, but he's under traffic. The defender's right on him, breathing on him, and Odell just, with his hands was able to maintain Stafford's fastball he threw that ball so hard like there's like flames coming out and he catches it with two hands not only that but Odell Beckham's like IQ at the same time was to uh stretch out for the first down as well so Odell's been having some really high IQ plays that he's providing us as well and he gets the first down I'm like thank god but we still need a touchdown and we're in the red zone and, you know, we've been McVeigh area red zones, not the greatest. We're not as automatic as we should be. But here goes Stafford rolling to his right. He tosses it. Odell Beckham Jr. wide open, right wide open corner out. And then he sticks it 
sticks his hand out, puts the ball past the pylon, got the lead, 2019 game winner. <laughs> and I just can't believe it. It's just amazing just how Odell Beckham just showing how big of a pickup he is just in those two plays alone, and he's just fantastic. And we get the lead. There's still time left, and, you know, they have Justin Tucker, and, you know, our defense has been ass for the most part. But the difference is that the Ravens have to throw it down the field. Like, there's no running game anymore. You can't run it. You can't pass. You can't do no short passes. You got to pass down the field, and that's something that they were hiding without Lamar Jackson. And rightfully so, I think Von Miller had the sack to end the game. And then Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald stopped the little lateral play going on at the end. And that's the game. So we came out with the victory, defied the football gods, which I'm kind of scared of that we've upset, you know, made made mad, you know. So I'm waiting awaiting our paid punishments from the football gods. But we got away with it. It's a very sloppy, sloppy win. But I'll take it. We are 12-4 and four now. The Cardinals did win, which means we are number two now because we had the tiebreaker over the Bucks, and because we beat them. And now if we beat the Niners next week, we clinched the NFC West, but we also clinched the number two seed, which means we don't play the Niners. And I don't want to play the Niners, but, well, depending on next week. Because I heard Jimmy G's injured. So, and the Eagles, Eagles aren't that good, but they could be spooky. I don't think they're that good. <laughs> I think the Vikings are more scarier, but the Vikings are just fucking dope. But anyways, yeah, that that is the recap. But let's, let me have some final touches. The defense was bad. And they could have been worse if the Ravens had converted, you know, at the end and scored touchdowns instead of like four field goals that they had like if they had just executed i think the defense would have got an earful from like raheem morris because they were so bad i mean uh, yeah the ravens have one of the top rushing attacks in the league but we're we're we have to we we should have been known like we've played Kyler murray we we locked them down we know how to face these kind of offenses that have the option and then the ability to run the ball. You know, well, we didn't stop the Niners, but it's really a bad, bad look for this defense because we, we're going to face some really good running teams and we're going to see it against the Niners next week who are going to run their asses off like Debo Samuel and Trey Lance, who I don't know if he's going to run. or. But yeah, that's, that's a bad look. Just how we weren't able to come up with any stops. Like, I'm really mad at that. And, yeah, I think that's... Oh, and, yeah, there was a weird fight between Taylor Rapp and Jalen Ramsey that I really don't understand. Because <laughs> that happened, like, in the first quarter, like, before any... Like, right in the beginning of the game, they started fighting. And I didn't understand that. I mean, I, I know they have a history because, like, it was a miscommunication back in 2019, like, Rapp's rookie year that ended our season and then... It was a miscommunication between Rap and Ramsey. So I don't know what's going on there, but I hope they patch that up because we're really right there in the playoffs right now. And other things like offensively with Matthew Stafford, like I thought for the, when he plays good, he plays good. And of course that ending drive was perfect and how he executed it really showed his worth. But at the same time, he got to chill with the, turn, the turnovers, man. Like he... 
like he's when he turns the ball ball over he's really turning the ball over <laughs> like three turnovers today and you know the interceptions from november is just really spooky and just things to look out for but i still think the positives outweigh the negatives um sony michelle again is the saving grace of this season him and yeah no him and tyler higby <laughs> and cooper cup and everyone but it's mostly sony michelle and i thought sean mcveigh did a good job not quitting on a run game except for that final drive where he just completely ignored it but we're doing good with sony michelle and as long as we run the ball successfully our offense will be fine defensively has to be stronger and uh last things um around the league crazy stuff and i, I mentioned tampa bay earlier but shout out to joe burrow joey b joe Beezy, winning that in afc north man i you know uh, you know i'm a joey joe burrow dude I, I like justin herbert as well but and shout out to joe burrow has been going off previous in these recent games had like what like 500 yards almost him and jamar chase gonna be a deadly combo afc's a mess i think the chiefs lost oh yeah they beat the chiefs chiefs lost colts lost um afc is just kind of a toss-up at this point i really don't know um i'll have my predictions <laughs> before the playoffs but NFC, on the other hand, uh, yeah, Rams at number two now. Uh, I'm still iffy about the Niners. I don't want to face the Niners, but that's next week. And shout out to Cooper Cup. Uh, he broke the Rams receiving record single season. And yeah, I think he'll have the triple crown locked up next week. But that's another week. And shout out to the Rams. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Hopefully we beat the Niners next week. And yeah, peace. Great Allen.